another installment of the Sports Rap Podcast right here on Heat 100 Radio. It's your boy, Sports Rap D, in the building. And I have Joe Richmond in here with me today. Either way, wherever you want to sit. You can sit, yep, right there. He's going to find a seat. Yeah, actually, that seat right there would be perfect. And you see him coming into the shot right now. So, folks, you can all clap a little bit, get ready, because once we get through with this Tommy Mack tournament and we just talk basketball in general, it's going to be a wealth of knowledge if you don't already know. And like I said, this guy is a basketball connoisseur, if you will. So, you know, we all we all know about the pandemic that we were in. And <clears throat> you all know, like we've been saying, Mr. Richmond is. Thank you very much, sir. Mr. Richmond is the ambassador of basketball for your Delaware Blue Coats, the G League affiliate of the Philadelphia 76ers. Does amazing things down there in Delaware for that team and for the organization. The reason he's been there so long. And. I want to tell you that we hadn't seen each other since before the pandemic, but we did communicate when we could. And like I said, I told you every time I look up, Joe is in a gym, around the gym, doing something uh, pertaining to basketball, whether it was with the kids at a camp or just doing what he does down there in Delaware at the field house. But ironically, uh, in Philly, they have a Rump Classic every year. If you don't know, if you don't know, you don't know anything about Philly basketball. If you don't know about the Rump Classic. For the first time in a couple years, um, I had some time, and I got a chance to get out there and see some of those games. It was there on the first night, and as always, I'm posting some pictures on my own as I do what I do, and then I catch. Mr. Richmond on a live feed. So I immediately, I'm looking, I'm searching the crowd. I mean, I had to go back and forth to find where you are because it was starting to fill up at the time when I noticed them. But there were moments when I had to look back at my phone and look around the arena to try and pinpoint where he was. But with no doubt, I found him and walked over and I had to offer some pleasantries. And of course, in those pleasantries, um, it was somewhat of a surprise to him. But not a major surprise, but it was one of those small surprises where it's good to see an old friend. You know, it's good to see a friend, and especially somebody that you haven't seen face-to-face in a while because of uh, everything. Because of everything uh, that we have been through, everything that we, we've been through in society with the pandemic and all. And folks didn't pay attention, didn't follow the rules like they should have. And we talked about this on the air when we talked about the situations um, in the major sports concerning the pandemic. And we had maybe about a month, if that much, where people felt like they were free and through it, where the mask, the mask thing was a little relinquished. Um, a lot of places had put signs up, changing their signs to recommended but not required. And here we are just recently as last week, we're back to wearing masks in buildings again. So we're back to taking every precaution 
that we need, which we should have been doing anyway. But enough about that. Got Joe Richmond in the building. I gave you the preempt for the tournament, but I am now going to turn the mic over to Mr. Richmond so he can say good morning to you all and give you the full details on the Tommy Mack three-on-three tournament. <laughs> good morning. What's going on? <laughs> What's up, D? What's happening? What's happening? Been I'm a long good, time, man. man. Good, man. I don't think, you know what? Sitting here just thinking now, we haven't actually been in studio together since we were in Mount Airy. No, we have yeah. yeah that you was, were here before, but it was right, you right, were doing right. something with Monica, and I just happened yes, to pop yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think I was coming on next, so I just happened yeah. to pop in. Matter of fact, no, I saw you, and I just popped in because I saw you here. Right, yeah. Cause and you were saying that oh, he's on his way. He found out you're here. He's on his way. Yeah, it was her rock doing the show. Yeah, and I came but for that. this is great, man. man. This is a good feeling. <laughs> this is I a love, good feeling, man. Yeah, I love the always did love the new studio. So I was like, that's why I was like, hold on, am I going? It was like, man. So it was absolutely. Obviously, Monica, and they just rolled out. So, mm -hmm. and uh, you know me, man. I'm like, ah, finally got my books. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, but you, man, it, it, it was good seeing you at the Rump Classic, man. Yes. And, um, you know, you know, I, it, I'm i a little tired because I was in uh, Virginia the whole weekend. I had to go down there okay. and do some uh, uh, support a friend doing a scout camp down there. And um, so that's what I was doing more than anything. So, as you always say, I am always traveling, and um, I love I love it. You know what I mean. But man, mm -hmm. oh man, it, it is tiresome. Yeah, you know it, I, I mean? just, I'm sure everybody. it does get tiresome. Um, I'm glad to be here, man. Sports rap. How many years is this for you, man? Six years, bro. Six you, years you now. Working. You know, six years, you man. We were going up on the station seventh anniversary, so six years for me. So I'm in essence, I've been here from the beginning. Yeah, shortly after. I appreciate that. Thank you so yes, much. Sir. What it's am funny. I supposed to be doing? I'm just rambling. It's funny you said that, though, because <laughs> I'm sitting there. Uh, um, yeah, it, I appreciate you saying I put the work in. And, and in, again, some of the candid conversations that we had, it is really beginning to show uh, more than I thought mm -hmm. about it um, showing. I was just sitting talking to the missus yesterday, and she saw me finishing up my notes and stuff, as I right. always do. Uh, on Sundays, you know, I do stuff all throughout the week, but I tighten up, condense on Sundays. And she's just like, look at you, just focused. And I'm so proud of you. I said, I appreciate it. And just real quick before we get back to Joey's story goes, if nobody knows, it's a really crazy story. She was actually going on an interview to do an Internet radio show. And of course, me being the husband, the other half i was taking her to that interview and the day before she says to me well you should just interview too because every time i see you and your friends you're always talking about basketball you're always talking about sports and i see a glow when you i see you get excited when you do that so you should try it too and it ended up being me taking that position at that other station but the time frame for that station wasn't feasible for me for the way for the projection I had for the show right. and my co-host at the time knew Monica and we talked before that and I realized or I got the update that I could do something once a week which was where I wanted to be right. at least once a week so right. I could stay up to date and up to speed 
and keep my future listeners up to speed as opposed to being every other week, which I felt wasn't really good because I felt like I would have to do more social media, but I felt like I needed to do some live stuff as well. So the consistency was a little bit more here, and I came here, and this is where I've been ever since. Well, it's good because, you know, I'm, it's so funny. I met Monica by accident, supporting a friend, doing something too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, um, and she's like the little sister I never had. You know what Absolutely. I mean? And, um, and because you said the relationship between you and I was so, um, you know, just it, it flowed because, I, you know, what they say, iron sharp as iron, a real recognized real. And I just recognized your grind. You know what I mean? I, was I appreciate that. Like, yo, and I'm listening to you do your thing, this, that, and the third. And then it was just like, I, I, what can I do? What mm-hmm. can I do? Because, you know, right from the door, you know, we as um, men and being black men at, um, at that, you know, there's always never a support thing right from right. the door. It's always a size me up thing right from right. the door. And I didn't want to go through all that. I was like, yo, bro, I'm, this is who I am, who you are. It wasn't about bragging about this or titles or anything. I'm just letting mm-hmm. you know I have a way of supporting you and hopefully expediting what you're trying to accomplish. And I'm so I'm just glad that you was humble, I was humble, and we both just just said, hey, just how do we make yeah, this happen? Absolutely. And it's been an awesome, awesome friendship. And it's yeah. been a win-win. That's the absolutely. beauty of it. It's been yes, a indeed. Nothing, no one way. It's always been a win-win. For yeah. both like I mentioned, I like I mentioned, that is reciprocated. Anything he asks of me, if I can, whenever I can, is done, and vice versa. When he can, if he can, is done. So I'm totally, I'm totally appreciated. Absolutely. You was like, when you want to come up. That's right. See, now that's how that that's one of the beautiful things about our relationship. If you didn't hear what he just said, he said he saw me at the Danny Rump Classic, and it was like I said, it was one of those things where I got to go say hi, even if we don't talk about anything else. I got to go say hi, but immediately he said to me, "Look, I need to um, advertise my." And what did I say? What day? What Monday you want to come? Yeah, yeah. And I both we both pulled our phones out and we like, look, this day, and we booked this day. It was done. Then you know we just made our calls afterwards to confirm because he had to check his schedule, and we got it done. So we are here. So tell us all about the inception of the Tommy Mac tournament. Well, since I didn't, this is your boy Joe Richmond, ambassador of basketball for your Delaware Blue Coats, your 76ers G League affiliate. And uh, my brother Mike and I, and my, my good partner um, Tim Hagens, um, we, we have an organization called Family Legacy Finest. And it, 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 wasn't, it was just about us um, doing something for our family, something for Tim for his family, something for me and my brother and our family, just to keep it going with the new generation, things of that nature. And we had a good, I had a good friend named uh, Mike Hall, man. Mike is engaged security, and he's my guy. And it, and this is his brother, Tommy McIntyre, was his brother that passed away okay. um, for, oh, um, because of cancer. Okay. And he been do, trying to do this for years. I mean, this ain't just something that just happened. This ten, this like almost ten years when this all been wow. like planted. The seed was planted ten years ago, and um, like maybe 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 a little shorter, but somewhere around it, he been always trying to do some things. But I think, you know, you know how you want to collaborate with somebody on the wits, this, right. that, the third. And, uh, and, um, and in the midst of his brother passing, we reconnected. Okay. And then he said, yo, man, you know, I've always been trying to do some stuff with you guys. I think I want to try this because he don't know basketball. We do. So he's like, I want to do a three-on-three. He had a relationship down in Wildwood, New Jersey. And he said, man, let's try to make this happen. And 
And we was like, oh, wow. And But we didn't want it to make it gloom and doom, like uh, Tommy Mac, mm-hmm. da, 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 da. So we said, let's make it a three-on-three type thing. Have some fun. Tommy Mac attire. Um, so we called the Tommy Mac three-on-three um, uh, basketball tournament. And, and and that's how it really came about. Just no yeah. different than I saw you at, you know, you up there doing live at Danny Ruff and you saw me and we connected. Right. It's like, boom. Me and my brother was actually going to support something that he was doing. Okay. <laughs> he was doing something and he didn't know. The, uh, a friend of his saw us, like you said, somebody saw, saw a new Monica and it happened. Mm-hmm. Said, man, yo, he would be happy to see y'all too. So me and my brother, we drove up to Lebanon, PA, way out there somewhere. Okay. And he did not know it was us. And we surprised them and we just reconnected because we used to train his son and his, his son mm-hmm. did our basketball camps and stuff like that. And this and this is how this all came about. And we just went up to the convention center while with New Jersey and they were just so um, receptive to what we we're trying to accomplish up there. And we're looking to do a, a multi, a, a good amount of these, but we wanted to get the first one started. And we still, like you just said, we still know it's a pandemic going on. Mm-hmm. We still understand it's still social distancing. I mean, um, as you know, I toured with the Harlem Globetrotters, and they were just right. up in Wildwood. Right. And I love the way they did the social distancing. I love the way the the game was played and the the references to still hand sanitizer and things of that nature, mm-hmm. wearing your mask, and you know it's. They've just got to be smart about it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So we're excited. We got the four A's groups of for basketball, boys and girls. It's boys and girls, men and women. Okay. And um, we just want to come and have some fun. And mm-hmm. we just want to kind of get people back out, having some good, clean mm-hmm. fun. Um, the courts are going to be spread out. There's going to be some people in the stands. You could come, $5 just to get in. Mm-hmm. And watch the tournament, and you're right on the boardwalk. You know the boardwalk mm-hmm. will still be open. You can make a full day out of it, full just, weekend. Yeah, just come and have a great time. We know the the hotels up that way ain't the best to get to. You know what I mean, as far as right. but you know they have plenty of them out there. But we just thought, even if you're in this area, you can still drive up and drive back. It's right. not that far a drive. You know not what I mean. At all. So it a lot. It was a lot of things that factored in, and uh, for me myself, my brother, we want to get out of our comfort zone. Philly, Delaware has always been our comfort zone. Okay. Because everybody's right here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you want to see if is it really, really supporting and where your people are. So, you know, Wildwood is not too far, but it's just far enough. Right. But it's still a great community. Um, and, uh, and we're just excited, Dwayne. I mean, you know, this is something uh, that I've tried to do before years ago. I'm talking 20 plus years ago. Okay. And I tried to do it in Philly. And it's just, it's just a different feel, a different vibe. Mm-hmm. So it's good to go to Wildwood where you don't know nobody and build up that relationship. And we we talked to the mayor's office and the Wildwood okay. Visitor Bureau office, and they just been so receptive to us. So Shout out to Wildwood. We're just going to build it. We're going to build it. We're going to build it. That's great. Um, I, I see and, and I hear it in your voice, the excitement. And I know with you and Big Mike, it's going to be something special. And I say that because I know you both and the dedication and more so from an understanding point of the game, the respect that you both have for the game and for people. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's going to be something great. And people, look, if you haven't registered, like I said, and I'm going to give you all of this at the end of the show and I'm going to post it at the end of the show www.coachjoerichmond.com That's him. You see him <laughs> over there. And, and, and they can reach out to me at 
5059. You know, everybody know my phone number. It ain't see that? nowhere. See that? You know what I mean? It ain't and nowhere. See, it stays on 24-7. Absolutely. And see, this is one. also one of the things, right before he got here, Monica and Rock were talking about. They hadn't been in the studio for a while, and they were talking about some celebrities that they knew and that they met. And they talked about Biz Markie. Um, God rest his soul, may he rest in peace and condolences to his family. And how approachable and fun he was to people. You get that same feel from a guy sitting here with me. Same feel. Very approachable. Very personable. But I have to add in, got to be about your business. Definitely. <laughs> uh, got to be about your business. I'm just going to leave it there. And like I said, I know this because I know him. And the respect and the appreciation that I have for him goes back to when we first met. And in between, we've had some conversations. And there was one conversation where we were texting each other. And at one point during that conversation, he said to me, dude, call me. Because men talk to each other. And I think one of the things that kept him in touch with me and helped him see what he saw in me was there was no hesitation when he said call. I immediately read the text and then I went right to the phone. I was actually at work so I had to go to a specific little corner but I went to that corner and I called him right away and we talked. Then there was another instance and he's going to laugh about this involving the Camden Monarchs. Every time I go somewhere where there's people I know I have to make it a point for myself to let them know that I'm in the building. And the game was being prepped. It was for preparations for the game. And I did something that deep down inside I know I shouldn't have done. But at that mo- in that moment, for me, it was just one of those things where I know he's going to be busy. Let me just go catch him real quick and let him know I'm here and go back to my seat. And I walked across the court. First thing he said to me, well, why did you do that? You don't just walk across the court like that. You can't walk across the Wells Fargo Center court like that. <laughs> now, he, we're laughing about it. And it's funny because I look at that like, that's my big bro. But he's right. And I knew better. Like I said, I just told you, I knew better. But I felt like in that moment, I just wanted to get there and say something to him because I knew he was going to be busy. But I just feel like the respect is there the respect is so great between us and i immediately said to him you know what i apologize but you're right and i just feel like some other people might have been like well damn why he why he coming at me like that whatever whatever you got to understand people like i just mentioned to you he's approachable but you got to be about your business and for me there was nothing wrong with that because I knew the situation overall in the grand scheme of things, I knew the situation. So it wasn't a big deal for me. But I understood it. And you know, like I said, we sit here laughing about it right now. But, but I understood it. But the, but the thing is, I ain't messing with you today, Dwayne. <laughs> because we be having conversations behind closed doors and we always talk about how, you know, Business and personal is two different things. Absolutely. And, you know, you can't be Joe familiar with people, when, especially out in public and talking business, because if somebody see you do it and wonder, like, why somebody they else is going to do it? So if you, you know, and for me, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't ever, 
no matter where I go, whether I come to Heat 100 here, whether I come to Sports Rap Show, I treat it no different than if I'm at Channel 10, Channel 29. You know, I can't do it at their station. Right. So I'm not going to act like when I come to your station, I can just do and say whatever I want. Right. Because I can't do it over there. So right. you got you can't look at people and try to, uh, you know, even though we all know there's levels to this thing. It's levels. Mm -hmm. um, but where is your level at? And my level going to always be of excellence. And I'm not going right. to go anywhere and try to make it seem like it's not. And the thing with Dwayne was, I'm like, yo, you got access to walk anywhere in the building while I walk across the court. When he comes to either Wells Fargo, he comes to uh, the, the 76th Field House in Delaware, he got credentials to do everything. Do you walk across that court? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And you, like you I said, like, we we laughing about it now, court, but it's real. To go Absolutely. Wants. So I'm like, it's the same thing here. And, and he Absolutely. Said, yeah, this is a pro basketball. Absolutely. And sometimes people will try to, and not just you, and 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 um, because Coach Stan, that's my man. I always tell him, if nothing else, I'm always trying to teach being professional. Let's mm -hmm. let's if we in a professional setting, let's stay professional. Right. We can laugh and joke like this and have the show, but and and that's what I loved about you. I think. Um, there's only so many people that I counsel and advise, mm -hmm. and you know we have so many of conversations, whether it's my dad, anything. Absolutely. And uh, but there's only so many people that have done what I've said. Yo, man, if you do these steps, I got a good friend right now, like building, uh, building a TV station. But I told him this: I can get you here if you do these steps. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that's the one thing I loved about Monica too. You know what I mean? You know, I can get advice from Monica, but. When I give her advice, if, if when she asks or say, hey, I need to ask you this, or I need you follow. When you call and say, Joe, I need to know this. I if you do this, we good. And um, mm -hmm. and that's the place that we all should be at. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and, and I think that's why when the gentleman said, I want to start this, it wasn't about the three-on-three -three being this amazing big thing. Cause we, mm -hmm. But we do want on the level of a hoop it up. Remember hoop it up back in yes. the day? Oh, my yes. God. Yes, I hoop do. It up was the thing back in the day. And we want to get back to that. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I have a good friend, Raheem Thompson. He does the Red Bull joint, you know, three on right. three, and, and Rod, they do a great job. But this is this is mine. You know what I mean? This is mm -hmm. mine. You know what I mean? And this is more personal for Joe Richmond. It's more passion for me because now I'm going to find out honestly, Dwayne. I'm going to find out how many people really support me. That's, Absolutely. And some people don't want to do that in life. Some right. people want to play it safe. But for me, I know a lot mm -hmm. of brothers that got youth programs. I know a lot of brothers got AAU rec centers. Basketball leagues, thirty and under, forty and up, and me and my brother have went and supported it from here to Philly. I'm, I'm yeah. here in Philly, but from Jersey, Delaware, Maryland, what, mm -hmm. we don't went and supported everybody's stuff. Now, me and my brother is having our very first thing in this basketball right. world. That's not seventy six related, not blue coat related, not Harlem Globetrot related. This is our our money invested, our stuff. And we're going right. to try to find, we want to find out really who's going to really support us. Who's going to Absolutely. put that team in? And because we never said, oh, is it so and so? I mean, I'm in Delaware. When you call me, this is, this is a 45 minute drive for mm -hmm. me, an hour based on what time I come in traffic. Right. And vice versa. So when people call me to come to Jersey, New York, Maryland, it's mm -hmm. hour rides for me. I just went right. to Virginia. That was a four, four hour four ride hours, for yeah. me. You know, so I want to see if they're going to make those excuses to come out and support my three-on-three. Mm -hmm. 
and the Tommy back three on three, and I, I'm this is a this is a this is a gut check for me, and I'm Absolutely. not scared of it. I'm embracing it, mm-hmm. but I'm hoping the day is to come up here, especially to my Philly family. What's up in the tri-state area and tell y'all, come on out and support us. It's www.coachjoerichmond.com. Or reach out to me, 302-509-5059, and just come and have some fun. Absolutely. Give me the age brackets. We going to have some fun. We got music. I know when you come up, Dwayne, I know you'll get the three-point shooting contest. I know you are. We going to have a three-point shooting contest. We going to have a slam dunk. So if you're in the stands, you paid your five bucks. Just come on. Right. There's going to be a little entry fee to, to, to participate because we can't just let everybody in there. That's right. And, uh, but we got some great prizes for you if you win. And we're going to just have some fun. So come on out um, August 28th, 29th, Saturday and Sunday. Come mm-hmm. on out and have some fun. So, so let me just ask you real quick. Yes, sir. We yes, shooting sir. the NBA three-pointer or we shooting the college three-pointer? Um, um, we're going to be nice. <laughs> we're going to be nice. We're making the college. We're making the college. Because you know, I might, have no. to, I might have to, if it's the NBA, no. I might have to get some warm-up <laughs> shots up before well, then. Honestly, it's the international line. Okay. We made it. We made it. We we compromised. Okay. We made it the international. Okay. Line. So it's right a little That's bit cool. more than college, but a little shorter than right. NBA. Right. So it's feasible. It's feasible. Yeah, it's feasible. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's makeable. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so you know, listen, people. Like you said, it's five dollars to get in, and then you can participate. And like you said, it's in Wildwood. So you can go to the tournament, and then you can take the family out on the boardwalk yeah. for a little bit. I mean, if you want to stay that long, you can actually get out on the beach at some point. So it's a beautiful thing. Like I said, these two guys, like I told you, Mike's not here. So shout out to Big Mike. Um, And Joe is here. But these two guys are definitely, definitely about the community, about the give back. And if you don't support, then there's something wrong with you. Oh. You know, there's something wrong with you if you don't support. But I appreciate you right now, man. This is awesome. Like he said, (laughs) he's in Philly right now. So... I know it's people in Philly that are tuned in that know Joe and reach out. You know, um, I, I'm I'm sure, or I know, every little bit goes a long way. If you have social media and you know these guys, get some information, post it on your social media. Yes, sir. Thank you. Um, when he presented it to me, I shared it at first. As soon as I saw it, I shared it because that's my guy, and, and I'm going to do whatever I can. To support, even if I just advertise, I'm just going to do that and I'm going to keep telling people about it. But it shows how much community involvement and how much respect that these guys have in the basketball world where they could get to this point. And like he said, it was what, 10, 20 years in the making, mm-hmm. and now it's here. And this tournament hasn't even happened yet. And they're already telling you one of the prizes is free entry for the Tommy Mac 2. Mm-hmm. So we know it's going to be a second, just oh, yes, like the sir. movies. We know it's going to be a sequel. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. And hopefully it's going to be another sequel <laughs> and more and more down the line. Yes, sir. And wherever I'm at, whenever I'm around, I get wind of it. You know what's going up on my social media. I'm going to do what I do to help promote and to pull some people in and get some people in there. So, Joe, what we're going to do right now, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we got about 50 minutes, almost an hour. I mentioned to you real quick. We can talk some basketball. Come on, man. Just come just on. tuning you up. Folks, you have been tuned in to the Sports Red Podcast right here on Heat 100 Radio. 
I'm here with the ambassador of basketball for your Delaware Blue Coats, Joseph Richmond. He's here, good friend of mine, friend of the show, friend of the station, great brother. Like I said, even if you don't know him, you need to reach out. Joseph P. Richmond on Facebook. I am Joe Richmond on Instagram. Just check his page out. Reach out to him and pick his brain sometimes. And like I said, very approachable, but you got to do it the right way. We'll be back in a few minutes. We'll see you on just the other side. Sports Web Podcast right here on Heat 100 Radio. It's your boy, Sports Web D. Again, Joe Richmond in the building, the ambassador of basketball for your Delaware Blue Coats. So if you were tuned in earlier, we, we mentioned how we are beginning to get back to, as far as basketball-wise, what we consider regular life. <laughs> and, you know, it, it's just an inside joke between me and we understand, he understands where I'm going with that. So let's talk a little bit of basketball. And before we get into some Sixers, how excited are you or how is that feeling knowing that you will be witnessing some live basketball from the Blue Coats in the field house this coming season? Man, it, it, it's going to be amazing, man. It really is. I mean, we got some great things um, ramp, uh, ramped up for this, this upcoming season. You know, we played in the bowl. Mm-hmm. And we um, went undefeated in the bubble. Absolutely. Lost in the championship in the bubble. That's right. Oh, it was a hurt piece. Mm-hmm. But all we, all the whole time I'm thinking, like, man, I wish this was right at the field house for our fans. Because right. our fans is just crazy. You Absolutely. Know, we, got some, we got some very knowledgeable fans. But like you said, Dwayne, to be able to get back into the field house mm-hmm. around those fans for mm-hmm. our team that we got coming. Could you imagine if we had B-Ball Paul at the field house? Ray John Tucker at Stay the field house. Come on, Isaiah Joe that came down was in the field house. Yeah. Man, that field house would have been rocking. So Absolutely. we don't know the pieces that we get in this for the upcoming right. season. But if you if you judge from summer league, yeah, we got some nice pieces coming. Oh, definitely coming. To, definitely uh, some coming nice pieces. To do some things with us, and along with that yeah. G League Ignite team that's out mm-hmm. there. I mean, we. I'm looking for the schedule to come out to see who who, who we gonna be going up against. Absolutely, and, and for people who don't know, um, people who live in the city, Philadelphia, who haven't been down there, like it's a 45 minute, maybe an hour ride down. You won't get lost. You're straight down 95. As you get close enough, you're going to see the 76er sign going down. It's going to be off to your left. So you're going to see it, and you think going to Sixers games, and we know different levels, but you go to that Wells Fargo Center, especially when they got back in this year and the success that the team had this year, the way that building was, it's really no different from that fan base uh, with the Blue Coats. I've been there, so I'm not just blowing smoke. I'm not just telling you what you want to hear. I'm telling you from experience. It is an atmosphere that you want to get to, even if you just get there once. Like Joe said, knowledgeable fans, and it's a family-friendly occasion. When you get there, you will be welcomed by none other than Joe Richmond himself. 
<laughs> and just from that moment on, it's just going to elevate. And like you said, I've been there, and the situation I had being there, being able to move around as I could, I talked to some fans here and there. And some of those fans, like Joe said, they know their basketball. And they will ask questions. They'll have conversations with you. And then you take somewhat of a step back, as I did on several occasions, and I just listened while the game was going on. The chatter that you hear in the crowd and in the stands is very much like they say about Philly fans, that they're knowledgeable about their sports. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing down there. Oh, yes. It's the same thing down there. And if you're a basketball fan and you don't know, Delaware's basketball circuit is just as rich as Philly's basketball circuit. If you don't believe it, get down there and check it out. Like I said, I've been down there. I've been there and checked it out. So you need to get in there and check that out. So, again, I'm excited as well because that's one of the things I missed. Like you said, I do the sports show, so I've done other events, and you know I've had great times at other events. But me being a basketball fan first and foremost, that atmosphere for me was at times slightly better than being in the Wells Fargo Center. Well, you know the Wells Fargo more corporate, you know right. what I mean? But they, and, they, they, they yeah, fans, you know what I mean. But you know, like I was just going, I said that because. It's a smaller venue, so it's closer. Oh, yeah. The players are You tight. feel it. You're yeah. closer. Yeah. And it resonates different. Yeah. And if you're a basketball fan, it's definitely enjoyable for you. And, I mean, you got to be a true basketball fan. You can't be a Fairweather friend. fan, I mean, like some people are, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know some people that I talked about the Sixers the whole time through the playoffs last year. And, well, this, that, and this, and that. Well, dude, like, how are you a true fan when they won four straight? And I'm just hypothetically speaking here now, folks. They won four straight, and then they lose a game, and then you're like, oh, well, they suck. <laughs> like, I look at people at that when they say stuff like that, and I'm looking at them like, okay, I see my basketball conversation with you is going to be very limited. I said, because... <laughs> You can expect to win every game, but ideally and realistically, it's not going to happen. It will have to be something very strange going on to go through an NBA season undefeated. That's 82 games, people. And there are going to be bumps in the road. People do the same thing with particular players. So for me, as the past most season most recent season progressed on believe it or not i removed myself from quite a few groups that i was in mm-hmm. on social media i believe that. um because of no groups yeah because <laughs> of <laughs> the dialogue in those right. groups and i felt myself being misunderstood with some of the things I said, 
And then a few times I caught myself trying to explain myself. But then I realized some people, it's just no talking to. Like, it's not going to get through. So I get tagged and stuff. People ask me questions, and sometimes I answer. But more recently, I've been neglecting to answer because I'm a fan. Right. And I have been one to, because of the way I look at games now and I, I visualize games now, I am one to praise when the praises do. And I am one to tell you what I saw. So I'm not going to go on the limb and say criticize because I don't think that's what I do. I think I tell you what I saw. Got you. And I'm going to do that because I'm a true fan. And that's what I said when I first got to the Sixers. I'm a fan first. You know what I mean? So right. If you don't want me saying certain things, but man, I was a fan, you know. Mm-hmm. And everybody know, you know, Mo Cheeks was my guy. Doc was my, you know, that era. And I love LeBron. I love Kobe. I love KD. But to me, Dr. J, the best player Absolutely. ever. And for me, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, people don't understand that. It's hard for people that have social media to understand where we're coming from because mm-hmm. you have social media and everything's at your... You get to right. see everything, you get to criticize everything, you get to comment on everything, you get to do all that right. stuff. You get to see all the players, you get to see the behind the scenes. But when we grew up, that wasn't anything. Right. So here you got this NBA and you hear about George Gervin and you hear about this one and that one. But the reason we heard about it in Philly because everybody wanted Doc. Every team made sure they booked the Sixers because every fan wanted to, to see, see who him. this Dr. J guy was. Right. Did he really float on air? Did he really mm-hmm. jump from the foul line? So that's why the basketball... Could you imagine the being Doc back then and everywhere you go, me and you on the team, we can get go chill, we can go eat, but Doc, he couldn't because mm-hmm. everybody wanted his time. Everybody wanted his he time. He was 100% the face of the NBA. Right. You know what I mean? The contract he signed, we he, we call him like the bionic man. He was a $6 million man. Mm-hmm. And he was just amazing, man. So, you know, I stay away from it because I'm not going to be debating about, right. you know, I just don't. I don't debate. Right. I really don't. Yeah, I, totally. you, I, I totally get you, that. You get your opinion. I'm going to get my opinion. Mm-hmm. And we just going to have to uh, disagree on some mm-hmm. stuff. But I'm not getting yeah. to that. And I think every, like we talked about earlier in the show, it's levels. So Absolutely. I put Doc over here. You know what I mean? I put mm-hmm. Larry Bird over here. You know what I mean? I put LeBron over here. Then it's the next tier. Now, we got to bait those guys. But right. the guys that are the, the Kobe's in the world, the Shaq's in the Absolutely. world, the Kareem's in the world. Because yeah. if truth be told, Kareem is the most dominant player ever played. He only had one dag or a move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> shout out to Baldy. Yeah, shout out to my partner, Baldy. Just only, real quick, yeah. He only had one move with the hook shot. Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody can stop it. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, and I gave a shout-out to Baldwin. I know he's tuned in. I gave a shout-out to him because for a little stretch, we would bring some of that stuff to the show that we saw on social media and conversations. And then it was that one long stretch where there was always this comparison. Right. LeBron and MJ and his person and that person. And Baldy always said, and don't mistake him, guy, he's just like me. He's a diehard Sixers fan, but he's a basketball fan as well. He always said, why is it that every time we bring up these dialogues or these debates about who's the best here and there, 
Kareem is seldom brought up. Oh, yeah. And it's strange. Like, the first time he said it, I was like, you're right. But as we kept going through it for a little bit, and then I'm thinking, like, yo, like, I done talked to, like, 30 people. And they said this person and that person, this person and that person. And I said, yo, and Baldy was damn right. I said that not one of them said Kareem. And I said, I'm sitting there thinking it in my head, waiting for somebody else to say it, because I didn't want to be the first one to say it. <laughs> but I'm thinking it, and then I'm like looking like, and, and nobody says it. So that that's very, very true. But like I said, I, I get away from that, like I said, because people think it's criticism. And I had one instance where I said some things about a player, and one of my friends got on. He's like, well, you know, if that player does this and, and then he goes somewhere and he's great and this and that and whatever, whatever. So-and-so did it when he left and this, that, and the third. And I said, but the underlying factor that you didn't mention in that, and I'm not debating, and I agree with you what you said about A, player A, B, and C. I said, but the problem is with player D, you have to hone your craft. Like you mentioned earlier, iron sharpens iron. But you got to want it, like your, like your slogan, how bad do you want it? <laughs> and I said, all the alleged greats did that. You know, he's like, but no, you just a so-and-so hater. I said, it's not about it. It's not any hate there. I said, I'm telling you what I've experienced and what I see and what I have seen. I said, it's always room for improvement. And I said, the problem with some players, they get complacent where they are. Of course. And I said, and that's, and I said, I'm not, yeah. And I said, I'm not (laughs) knocking them for that. I said, it's understandable because we're like you said, we're all human. And I always say, and I said to this friend, I said, take the star status out of it, the whole situation. And I said, matter of fact, let's go this way. I said, if you was at a job, and it was something you really didn't want to do. Either you're going to stand up and say something about it for yourself, speak for yourself, or you're not going to do it and deal with, whatever, deal with the consequences later on. Of course. I said it's the same situation. Right. I said people lose sight of the fact that because the star status is there, that it's not a job. It's still a job. Of They're course. getting paid. They're not volunteering. They're getting paid. <laughs> so they have an employer. That employer is just able to pay them a lot more than, like we like to say, the average person. Of course. You know? And people get caught up in that, and they look at it different. And I said, but it, there's no different. The only different is just maybe the numbers. That's the only thing different. Yeah. I said, I mean, but it's a job. At the end of the day, we all got to produce. Absolutely. You have because to. Because we love the sport of basketball. Of course, we understand that. But at the end of the day, I don't want to hear that. I want you to do your job. Mm-hmm. No different than I go somewhere and they say, Joe, I need you to do your job. Right. Like, I like you. I like to hear about your kids. Mm-hmm. I like to hear about your wife. I like to hear about your brother, Mike. But I need you to do your job right now. Absolutely. <laughs> your yeah. job is to go do this, that, and the third. And yeah. this is what I'm paying you for. We can right. have a side conversation. We would call it a water cooler conversation. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, and the day you still got to do your job. And, and right. when I turn on my TV, I don't care uh, what my checks say. Sixers, Blue, try to, I don't care what it say. Uh, Mary Health, I don't care what my checks say. I need mm-hmm. to do, I, I want to see my job. I want to see you doing your right. job. 
you know, whether you if you work at McDonald's, do your job. Yep. You know, I should have to wait over here because you didn't give me a napkin and all that. That's a, right. this always a part of your job. You know, right. you do this and give me this. This is what I'm supposed to have. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have to ask all these questions when you got trained to do your job. Yep. And I think, like you said, people do get it um, a little construed. You know yes. what I mean? Because they get so passionate, and that's what the one thing about mm-hmm. sports. Sports is a different beast. It taps into us a different way. Right. You know what I mean? Cause, yeah. Um, but when it for me, I'm a Philadelphia fan. Don't bother mm-hmm. me nothing. High school, college, right. boys, girls, soccer, whatever. I, I'm a Philadelphia fan. If they mm-hmm. from Philly, they doing it. I want us to win. You know, it's not right. bragging against all the other cities. All the cities, right? The friends I have in right. those other cities. Absolutely, yeah. And that's part of being the fan, the uh-huh. true fan. Yeah. You know, I, I found it as I progressed and what I'm doing now. I found it, or I found myself on different occasions. I post stuff, and people say, well, this, that, and the third. I said, but y'all have to understand and realize where I am now. I have a job to do. Right. What was that? So, I'm not, I mean, sometimes I post stuff and just post it. No comments. I don't even respond to other people's comments or whatever. And then every now and again, I get people say, well, yo, you didn't say nothing. I said, I wasn't supposed to. I said, I did my job. I posted the news for you, and I engaged some fans in conversation. I said, that's my job. I said, junk. I said, some of y'all think that I just popped up and started doing this podcast. I said, I kind of sort of did. I said, but I always do my research before I post anything. I always check my facts. Mm -hmm. Um, I've learned who some of the reliable benefactors are in the business. I said, and then I always put my twist on it. Of course. Which I'm supposed to do. So I said, I'm doing my job. I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you. I'm not going to take somebody else's words and try to feed them to you or force feed them to you. I'm going to give you my take, like we always like to say here. I keep it 100 and it's sports as we see it, but it's my job now to get you the information. However you want to have conversations or dialogue with other people about that information, it's your decision. Mm -hmm. But I have to do a job, and that's what I think has helped me along the way and the growth of what I'm doing now because I don't sugarcoat it and I don't shy away from it. And I also, when I'm asked about stuff, I always have an answer for or support of what I said. And I think, like you said, that's kind of what some people take the wrong way, in a sense. Because I'll say things to people sometimes, or I'll post some stuff, and then I'll sometimes I just add in there, listen, don't just give me an answer. I need you to be able to defend your answer. You know, because I have a lot of people that just say, oh, well, this, that, and the third. And then when I ask them, well, why did you feel that way? And then it's like, well, you read what I wrote. I said, yeah, I know I read what you wrote. That's the reason I'm asking you. I see it. That's the reason I'm asking you. Defend it. Right. You know, and people take that the wrong way. They say, well, why I got to defend it? I said, because you said it. Right. And I said, I'm not coming at you. I'm not criticizing. I'm not knocking what you said. 
I just need you to stand up for what you said. Well, you know, that's that. I always say when you're dealing with youth sports, you is not going to make anybody happy. No, not at all. And if you think so, you need to get out of it. Yes. When you're dealing with sports in general, everybody got an opinion yes. now. Everybody yes. got this thing called social media. Everybody mm-hmm. got an opinion. Everybody's an expert. And, and you ain't going to push them off these squares. So that's why I don't get into right. certain conversations. But I love the conversations. I, do, mm-hmm. I love to sit back. And, you know, even when I go on this show and I see y'all going back and forth, I'll just be sitting there laughing. And I got a buddy. I swear this dude, he don't do, he don't look for nothing but a fact. That's all he mm-hmm. wants this stuff for. He just mm-hmm. posts stuff just for the fact. And I'll just be like, yo, man, you need to stop. And when I'm looking at it, thinking about it, I love you so much by the car. And um, right. and but he is the best man. He the best at it. He'll go in there. What you think about this or yo? Y'all not looking at it like this. And everybody has their mm-hmm. spin on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I don't ever try to be. I always told, even when I had my youth program, my brother and I, I used to always tell kids, listen, what Coach Joe is saying now is for now. I'm not the mm-hmm. end all to be all to this sport. Right. So I'm only saying it at this level where you have mm-hmm. right now. Somebody three weeks from now, you might go and blow up and be like, yo, it clicked. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. it's the way they presented it to you. Maybe right. it's the atmosphere you was in. Maybe stuff at home changed. Maybe mm-hmm. stuff at school changed. But for some whatever reason, it clicked and you took off. Do that make Coach Joe bad or not know what he's doing? No. It just right. things happen. Things and happen. that's what people got to understand. No different right. in life. You know, yes. the same woman that you chased to get to be her boyfriend or her man mm-hmm. or her husband that first four to five months is not the same person 20 years later. Right. <laughs> right. Like we we Absolutely. We see things in a different perspective. We done mm-hmm. had different experiences. She done got exposed to some of your friends around your job, around your family that mm-hmm. she didn't have when y'all first started dating or y'all first started courting. Or y'all right. started. So that's how I look at things in sports. It's like, no, there's mm-hmm. a lot of other things that are factored in that this throws yeah. things off, and it's okay. Yeah, I don't understand when people get to a point where it's like, oh, mm-hmm. I like th- these tournaments and they fighting and they don't like what purpose what's the purpose it's supposed to be about the kids I remember when I played AAU it was all about the kids it was all about us as a kid let's let's take it a step further let's take the kids out of it it's still just us enjoying life right so it's no like if I went to this tournament and we planning it and say that kid fouled my son real hard why as a parent do I gotta go out there and wanna do something to that other kid Mm -hmm. I'm sorry the kid that fouled your kid real hard, they're in the same age bracket. Yep. They're in the same age same bracket. Same age bracket. If you didn't want that to happen, you shouldn't have put your kid in there. Right. You should say, yo, my kid is uh, 12, but he has the mentality and the body of a 9-year-old. Mm-hmm. Then play him down. Yep. Play him with that age group and let the people complain that your son is bigger than everybody. You're mm-hmm. not going to get him. Well, either way, either you're going to get something. He's going to get something, yep. So, you know, if you want your son and he plays up, or oh, I'm going to play my son up. And then he get fouled. Oh no! Well, you wanted mm-hmm. him to play up. You gotta yep. get, it comes with the territory. Comes with the territory. Yeah. You, like you said, a great example you gave about the job. I get the job. This, that, and the third. Well, once you get the job, you might have had an apartment. Now you don't been there a while. You got a house. Mm-hmm. Once you got before you had, when you got the job, you was catching the bus. Mm-hmm. Now you don't been there a while. You got a car. You got, a car. You got to do all those things that come with it. You said the consequences. Yep. yep. <laughs> One way or the other. Some that point. Just, that just mm-hmm. life. It, it happens. Yeah. So there's no need to be like, 
oh man, I'll just believe this job. Well, the job may tell you to get the house. You could have still kept the, the, the apartment. Right. The job may tell you to get the, the car. car. You, you could have still kept, the bus. kept taking the bus. Mm-hmm. You decided to these yeah. things because you want to keep up with other people. Right. So you can't put things on yourself and now say, oh, this is pressure. This is right. this. This is that. Because you didn't have to do that. Absolutely. And that's for me. For I'm just only speaking for Joe Richard. Mm-hmm. I stay in my lane. Yep. I don't judge nobody. I don't have no tattoos. I don't have no piercings. Mm-hmm. That's not my thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's just not my thing. And so if you get it and right. somebody don't like what you you put yourself in that situation. Absolutely. You yep. put yourself in that. Nobody wants to take accountability for nothing they do. Nothing they do. Right. It's somebody else's reason. Yep. Nobody, nobody. No, I'm just saying for Joe Richmond here, this ain't sports rap, this ain't Heat 100, this ain't, this ain't nobody. Nobody, nobody controls this but me. Nobody. Absolutely. And no, there's nothing that Dwayne is going to say over there that's going to make me spark to go. You can go through the history of my Facebook page. You ain't never seen no blowing up. You ain't never seen no negative speaking on my page. Mm-hmm. Have you ever? Nope. Have you ever? I don't do no subliminal messages. Yep. I don't do subliminal messages on my yeah. page. <laughs> I don't do like, I, oh yeah, you know, uh, I, I, I got to stop dealing with people because yeah. people crazy. I don't do that on listen, social media. I, I, had is, to, I call that person. Yo, right. Dwayne, why'd you say that? Okay, yep. me, I ain't dealing with you. I ain't got to put yep. on social media that I'm not going to deal with you and I yeah. don't say your name. I just don't do that. That's right. Joe Richmond. I, I had that situation a couple times <laughs> on, on my page where people in the group were going at people who made comments in the group. And like you said, I sidebarred them and listen, this is not what the group is for. Right. <laughs> and if you can't refrain from that, then right. you know you know what's happening next. You know, I said everybody's entitled to their opinion, but you can debate what somebody said, but don't go into the well. You're in whatever, and you of shouldn't course. have said this. It, it's no need for that. You know. And just to backtrack a little bit, like you said, with the AAU thing, I think that that was one of the reasons why me and my uncle had stepped away a little bit from coaches coaching. For one point, one time frame and one standpoint, we would always had no issue. We had no issue with our kids. And we usually had kids from 10, start them out at 10, and we usually keep them up until 14 when they get ready to go into high school. We, as a group, had no issue with pulling parents aside and saying, look, kid didn't play that much today because for some reason he's not picking up what we showed him in practice. But we're going to work with him. Yeah. And we understand all these kids want to win. So we're trying to prepare you for the next steps where we say, look, everybody's going to play during the regular season. When the playoffs come, bench make it a little bit shorter. And we found that some of the parents were like, well, what is that in third? And I can go on a limb and say there were times when we had the kids in the locker room and we had to tell the parents to leave. And the parents would, after the fact, well, why you tell us this? Because for this hour, hour and a half, he's mine. After that, he's back to yours. But I can't help him succeed with you interrupting with what I'm doing. Okay? I said, but you got to accept the fact and be understanding and responsive that I'm being man enough to come and tell you, look, your kid needs some work. Of course. Of course. And it and it never stopped. The, the, the problem I had with it was they never 
took the whole conversation. They just took what they wanted. My parent ain't that good. Well, my kid ain't that good. I said, but no. What did I say after that? I said, your kid's not that good right now, but we're going to work with him. Right, and that's right now. Right now. I said, this this is what we're going to do. We're going to do what we need to do to get him better at this point. Now, when he goes on, maybe a different coach. They may not do the same thing. But by that time, you'll have an understanding and you'll know better. And then that kid will have an understanding and know better how to deal with that. We used to always tell our kids that we're giving you stuff now that's going to help you, like you just mentioned, it's going to help you in the long run. I said, hypothetically, we talked to him one time. We talked to him, he said, well, just think. We here, we call a timeout, we take you out of the game, and I'm pulling you to the side while the game's still going on and telling you, look, look, on that last play, you were supposed to set a screen and pop to the corner, whatever, whatever. You didn't do that. That's why the ball didn't come to you. So don't get mad. I'm telling you, and I said, I'm not fussing at you. I'm not chastising you. I'm teaching you what you need to do to get better. I said, at this stage, this is what it's about. And I said, now, let's just say, hypothetically, you do eventually get a little bit better and you get to high school or, better fact, you get to college. There's going to be times when a coach is going to say, look, Joe, I'm going to put you in. This is what I need you to do for me for your stretch. You go out there and you do what you want to do and get him, get Joe, and you come past the coach, you look at the coach, and you're looking at the coach maybe like, yo, you just put me in. Why would you take me out? You're going to have some coaches that are going to say, go sit down. I got a game to coach. Yeah. How are you going to deal with that? Of course. You know, and I said, it's a chance that that could come. I said, if, and then the parents would say, well, why are you? I said, y'all got to understand, too, what's going on here. I said, if you look at Greg Popovich, as an example, as far as in the pros, I said, you can look at his history. I said, he had the likes of Tim Duncan, David Robinson, Tony Parker. And you know those names. They household names. Bonafide stars in the NBA. Best players in the world. There were instances where he chewed them out on the sideline. And I said, that helped their greatness. And I said, but if you don't get that somewhere along the line, how do you deal with it when it happens? Mm-hmm. You know, so that's what you say. Like, a lot of parents, it's hard. And I felt like that was a lost art for some coaches where they didn't feel enough or didn't have enough heart or enough empathy to just say to the parents, yo, listen. Kid's not as good as you think he is right now, but there's a different mindset. Out you know, there. we're going to do what we can there's a, there's to a, get him there. There's a different mindset out there. Like you know? I said, I'm a, I'm a Philadelphia fan, mm-hmm. so there's nothing you're going to tell me about my Sixers that's going to make me change not being a Sixer fan. Yeah, there's nothing about I'm the my same Eagles way. that's going to tell me to change about my Eagles. I'm like, it's just I'm I'm loving my Phillies now. 
Do I get pissed when they don't? No, I love the Sixers last night, but I wanted them to win the game. Yeah. Even though it's summer league and this, that, the yeah. At the end of the day, we still gonna beat them bums. You know what I mean? Because we just yeah. have the better team. But uh, but that's just a fan of me. Yeah. That's just a fan of me. I, 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 I get that. Yeah, I told I'm I get that. Nothing, I ain't mad at nothing. I'm like the way we did things and all that. But still, at the end of the day, I still you want that win. win. Because Absolutely. I'm on bragging rights. That's all. That's right. They yep. don't bother me one way or the other. I'm not going to be at, oh, the coach did this or this, the player did that. No, I just mm-hmm. want bragging rights. When I right. call my buddy that I like to talk to, talk right. to yep. <laughs> That's all. And I be able to tell them, yo, yeah, we would we got the best of y'all this time. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. <laughs> so that being said, it's 1 o'clock, 1 p.m. in the city of Philadelphia. Not going to be as hot as the last couple days. It's going to be still somewhat hot today. So we're going to wrap there. Pleasure, as always, talking to my guy, Joe Richmond. Again, Tommy Mack, three-on-three basketball attorney, Wildwood, New Jersey, August yes, 28th and 29th. Yes, sir. Four divisions, some great prizes, also some activity for the fans if yes. you make it in there. $5 to get in. You heard him say it, three-point contest. I'm so in. you can get in there. See, he got, got some competition oh, there. Oh, got some yes. competition there. So, you can make it down, definitely get there. Again, uh, www.coachjoerichmond.com, or you can call him. You can go to his pages, like I said, uh, Joseph P. Richmond on Facebook. Message him there, or I am Joe Richmond on Instagram. You can get him there. And again, just ask the questions, and he'll give you all the information that you need. You can also hit me up at SportsRap underscore D on Instagram and in the Facebook group, group SportsRap Podcast, and I'll give you the information. Again, I posted it this morning. I'm going to continually post it from time to time you, until you get there. Oh, no problem. And again, as we like to say here, it's Monday morning, the start of your work week. Be great on purpose. We'll see you all week on social media. Right back here next week on the Sportsweb Podcast and Studio. And be on the lookout for Delaware Blue Coat schedule to come out again. Get down there. Get down there and get some of that atmosphere. It is a multi-sport facility. So you're going to see some things that it might be a little unusual to you if you make it to a basketball game down there. But you need to get there. November and 6th, first game. November, November 6th, the 6th, the first game. And please, people, do not underestimate the talent in the G League. Yeah. You saw what Paul Reed did last year. You see Shake Milton, baby. You saw what Shake Milton did. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it. you have to have some kind of knowledge of the competition when, perfect example, a few years back, Sixers had a player named Amir Johnson. Just real quick. Wasn't getting a lot of playing time in the NBA. But he voluntarily went to the G League where he knew he would get minutes just to keep his game sharp so he could stay ready and stay in shape. So do not underestimate the talent in the G League, you know, because that produces NBA players. I mean, look at another name, Christian Wood. Houston Rockets. Rajon Tucker for the Sixers right now, who's – I think it's going to be a surprise next year on the roster if he gets more consistent playing time. And again, like I said, NBA Summer League, you saw saw, or you see the progression in Tyrese Maxey. So with that being said, folks, enjoy the rest of your Monday. 
and we will see you next week.